Canada. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Terry Foxy Ladies, the best podcast in the world, probably. I'm Ainsley, and in honor of National Women's Day, I'd like to introduce three, you guessed it, women! Shocking. <laughs> who are coincidentally the other hosts of this show. So with me, I have da, 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 Sonia! Hey! Brayden! Hey! And Jenna! Hi! Cool! She got it! We're women! <laughs> we are women! <laughs> Yeah, that's true. So, um, Jenna, I'm dying to know. Um, wait, what was your story again? It wasn't a story, but I just wanted to inform you all that I finally caved and I got a LinkedIn. Oh, what's your picture? Yeah. Oh, well. I want to know so bad. We'll post it on the Instagram, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sonia and I did a little photo shoot before you guys came here. Um, I took about 200 photographs of her. And then I didn't like any of them. All and just then like I found very slightly one. like different positions. But it was too much. It what was were too you forced. I put on a sweater vest. <laughs> but she kept her pajamas so on. So yeah, it was halfway. Down. It was like a portrait style. Mm-hmm. Not a full body. But I ended up using none of them and I found this old like photo of me on film. And oh. that was that. But anyway, LinkedIn is very scary. Yeah. Do you guys have it? No. I did, but I don't anymore. I was just, I was told. Well, I still do, but I don't <clears throat> use it. I was told multiple times from different people, uh, now that I officially resigned from my job this week, that I should really get a LinkedIn. And I've been refusing to for years, and then I did it. And that was that. I'm sure this will do wonders for your job prospects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will it? Though? Oh, we didn't even say this is a very special episode because we're all together. Not only are oh, we in the yeah! same we're unusually close we're to each other like right now sharing one mic we're sharing space. one mic and, and i have to wear sunglasses so i don't get distracted or so you don't <laughs> we're not sure we, just, we don't know what you're doing you look like like a, a bro at a rave like seeing a vici or something we'll post a pic on the instagram yeah. you guys are gonna love it yeah. um some it's stopping someone from getting distracted i don't know who that is <laughs> ainsley you look like you're fucking from the future <laughs> So I have some good news. Okay. What? I got an informal offer for my PhD. What? Yeah. How did what? you tell us yeah. this? Uh, were you, you, living, were you saving it for the pod? Uh, not not on purpose, but Holy I just thought Holy shit. Of it. That's but amazing. I, I don't have a formal offer yet. I think that's why. What is the difference? Like, what's yeah, what an informal offer? Um, I'm... <laughs> They just, they're just, yeah, like, like, giving you a little peek. You never like, know. <laughs> I could say something on this podcast, and they're going to, you know, retract my offer. But what do they say? Mm. They're like, this is an offer, but don't take it too formally. Like, is it in Guel- a Guelph? Yeah, it's the okay. same. Oh, that's it's more so of the cool. same. Congratulations. Yeah, proud of you. You're going to be a doctor. <laughs> Our friend Tanya, the doc. That's yeah, crazy. but it's, you know, not a real doctor. But... Yeah, but no one has to know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and obviously we're all gonna call you doctor so in my news <laughs> i'm still Sonia. trying to buy a house and this time i brought all all of these people <laughs> with me to go see it and mine and ainsley's moms we <laughs> saw we saw a very scary home it looked like the set of a porn yeah it was, oh. a, it was oh. a sex dungeon house it and it reeked scary. of cigarettes and... yeah you can tell a man lived there yes. like we were all like so a man lived here right and we're like yes <laughs> it had weird space age furniture from... it was very odd yeah. a carpet with a large skull on it um suited with these like <laughs> red interesting i like that carpet oh, is that, that wrong gross. it had That's really scary. bad vibes we hated that house. yeah we mm-hmm. know it, like it's haunted by some perverted ghosts yeah. yes mm-hmm. that's for sure damn sure but we're hoping you get the house of your yeah, dreams there's, there's a sweet baby angel love. house that Aww. brayden really deserves but we don't want her to get too hopes up <laughs> yeah i'm excited leslie told us leslie's ainsley's mother she said to wish upon the stars and we all looked up yeah she was like everyone look up look up wish upon a star <laughs> we also all held hands at one yeah. point in some in sort of prayer that none of us pray so i'm not really sure what that was i felt but the energy yeah, though yeah, like, I, felt it. I was like oh fuck i was like whoa this is cool we should we should do that more often when we want to do really no no no. we don't overdo it no oh also listeners i implore you to wish upon the stars is that what it is yes Yes. look up at the stars right now and hope that i get that house (laughs) we'd appreciate it ainsley anything new with you Mm, no nothing but you're in 
town. Yes, I'm here. And, and you're wearing back. a beautiful Irish knit, which I really like. Thank you. That's all I have going for me this week. <laughs> I am more like any better than ever. <laughs> Brayden hates my appearance for the last like half an hour. She made fun of my braids and then I took my braids out and then she made fun of the rest of me. <laughs> Yeah, sleepy. I was hoping we would all wear braids because of our very special. Yeah, for Greta, yeah. for Greta Thunberg. Which we'll get to but later. Wait, yeah, that's for later, you guys. Okay, let's get to the double double. Okay. Mmm, coffee. Okay, thirty-eight percent of Americans. Would you like to take a guess? What thirty-eight percent of Americans voted? Good guess, but oh, no. That is a good guess. Thirty-eight percent of Americans are believe obese. in climate change. Good guess, but also no. No, we're it is, it is about believing, though. It is about no, whether... Or no, sorry, no, not believing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's something they would they would uh, not do. 38% of Americans <clears throat> wouldn't recycle. Nope. Mm. It's got something to do with a very current issue. It's been wouldn't all up in the news. Wouldn't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. Getting closer. Therefore, would contract coronavirus. Very close. Almost so so spicy hot. One more guess, and then I'll tell you. Thirty-eight percent of Americans wouldn't stay home from work if they had coronavirus. Good guess. Here's the answer: thirty-eight percent of Americans would not drink a Corona under any circumstances. (laughs) Has the coronavirus, or do they just not like Corona? Because of the coronavirus, yeah. They really are the victims here. (laughs) Sometimes, like, with U.S. stats like that, like, I feel like an odd, like, sympathy towards Americans. I'm like, oh, that's so stupid that it's kind of, like, cute. The first thing I was (laughs) thinking was, hello, because everyone was, like, ripping on them, obviously, on Twitter, but I was like, hello, have you ever heard of something called superstition? Yeah. (laughs) went up a bit too i am not in control of my facial gestures and hand movements that's why you have to wear sunglasses but as i was saying (laughs) wouldn't you understand a man who doesn't want to drink a corona beer in coronavirus yeah it's kind of like it's a change it it reminds me of like men and watching sports and how they have all of these like different superstitions like my dad has a piece of lead that he keeps in his safe that he the last what time he touched the, fuck? the last time he touched it was when the Leafs won the Stanley Cup in 1967. But maybe he should and touch it. He won't it. take it out. I know that's what I told him like, too. Because like then they will win. They haven't won since he touched it. I know. It. I know. It's all your dad's fault. But it's fault. like it's yeah, like Robert De Niro's is... character in the Silver Linings Playbook. You know? Mm-hmm. You guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brayden, aren't you just superstitious a little bit? <clears throat> I, like, I don't am. truly believe in it, but I just like kind of do them because it makes me feel in control. Well, Sean said something very profound to me once. He, we were walking and he was like, do you believe in ghosts? And I was like, no, obviously not. And he was like, but aren't you scared of ghosts? And I was like, well, sometimes. And he's like, then you believe in ghosts because, you know, yeah. in yeah. that moment, obviously, why would you be scared if you didn't like just like 1% believe? I believe? So I was like, fuck, I believe in ghosts. I also am very superstitious about knocking on wood. Like, if I say oh, something, I'm going to jinx too. myself. I have to but knock on wood. But you say it's like you might as well. I have to. Well, you may as well not drink <laughs> Corona. Yeah, I won't. I exactly. Won't, I won't say the thing that I'm going to say that will jinx me unless I know that there's wood around. Like, I can't even say it. Yeah, okay, so we're in a room full of wood paneling. Yeah, yeah let's say whatever the fuck yeah. we want. I'm not going to get coronavirus. <laughs> me neither. I already jinxed that. <laughs> Sean thinks I had it. But you guys, are you scared of corona? Tell me on a scale of one to... I'm literally, like, not even slightly concerned about it to the degree that I I honestly have no fear whatsoever. I also have no fear. I'm a three. Yeah, I'm a a two, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Ainsley's the most I'm a three coming down here. When I'm in Sudbury, I do not even fucking think about it. Canadians are really benefiting from being so spread out. (laughs) The corona doesn't survive. That that low population density, very lonely, but in times like this, in a pandemic... (laughs) Very lonely. Very lonely. Sonia has made that decision for everyone. We can all agree we're very lonely, but we won't get These sunglasses are actually really helping with my distractibility. Yeah, I told you. You have something on your tooth. Okay, next double-double. And you just spit it out. Like, that was so smooth. Wait, (laughs) you guys, have you been washing your hands after you do stuff? Like, pee? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were talking about 
toilet. Did you guys, guys see? No. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Did you guys see that woman? I actually don't know what her position was, but she was giving like a press conference on uh, different things that you should do to make sure that you don't contract corona. And as she was saying, she's like, you oh, know, you shouldn't. Like- yeah, you shouldn't like touch your eyes or your mouth or anything. And then she like licks her finger to flip her page, and it has a well. Created a today you were like, you're not supposed to touch your face, and I was like, I never do. Because I trained myself not to, because whenever I touch my face, I get a pimple. But I've been touching my face a lot today, and every time I feel a little bit of shame. Yeah, I called you out. After that that video you were talking about, my brother (laughs) sent it to me as an edit, and the last part of it was, like, directed by Larry Larry David. David, It was like... (laughs) Oh, also, on the bus home today... The, my bus stops by like this I don't know if it's a high school or what is it but a bunch of kids and this, these two kids one of them was like I have corona and the other one was like haha and then he coughed on this girl <laughs> so and she just looked so annoyed and I was like yeah. the zoomers no. they haven't changed no. zoomers. not one bit okay. I still don't want to call them that well that's what they're called I just wanna call they're them just zooming around why would you call them <laughs> I don't I don't know. Generation said. I haven't like thought that far into them because they haven't like, <coughs> they're, they're just not there to me yet because mm. I don't encounter them ever. I guess What's, I do though at school. Yeah, they're around. They're very annoying. In Toronto, I live right by a uh, middle school. A Zoomer, Zoomer station? <laughs> <laughs> but they're always like such little shits. Like I hate being around my house at like 3 p.m. when they're all coming out. They're just horrible. They look so weird. And you know, you know how crazy? we were talking? Like, sweatpants have totally come back for, like, girls and boys. They're all wearing sweatpants with, like, nice sneakers. Like, I hate it. But I guess it wasn't any better than what we wore. Right? I don't... I don't know. Yeah, early 2000s fashion. Ainsley and I were talking about this on the drive up here. It was... Yeah. It's, in my opinion, still the worst. No, it is. Of, There's nothing mm, redeemable no. about that decade. 90s is back, but 90s has redeemable No, 90s fashion. had a charm. Yeah. Every decade had a charm except for the early I 2000s. I don't like 80s. 80s no? didn't have a charm. But it has certain qualities that we can take... Yeah, that, that we can incorporate been... and still look like... No one wants to wear an asymmetrical fucking high-waisted yeah, and then then the, the low-cut low jeans where you can see and, like, like the yeah. top of your vagina yes. we were also talking about how like high-waisted jeans came back like years ago and like generally i hear the consensus that like guys don't like to look at when girls are like they, they're fucking comfortable and they're amazing yeah, yeah, i'm glad they have not gone out of style despite <laughs> this reaction i'm surprised from... they, they look great on ev- on most people guys I don't like that, guys though. never like them guys i feel like, like no, they I, make so... my ass look better yeah like it's I like agree. just i've been told that too it but i also shape, right because yeah it, like, because it cuts you off up here yeah exactly guys i think it's the like mom jeans i do not have the same thing as you guys because i have like oh you don't like that i have like hips that are sometimes wider than my butt. So it's like when I wear mom jeans, it's like I look like a square. Unless I do like a French tuck in my shirt. So it's like this doesn't apply to me. I but I still a, wear them because they're comfy. Well, we, as I so feel like it I. holds my paunch in. You know? yeah. So we can continue to talk to style in next hashtag Philly casting call. Do you know what that refers what to? said? <laughs> 90s do you remember the philly angel the philly oh, cheese angel? yes i do know She's that like they're an casting for that lady the like the new little angelic angel. lady with the curly hair oh we're gonna ainsley's gotta get remembered i do yes. not know what this okay. is she yes, has the curly yes, yes. hair she's she in the philadelphia oh, my God. commercial yes so they're replacing wow. her apparently no, yes yeah, why so, well because well, she's i don't old think now. she was even doing them for a long no time. she wasn't they're just i think they're just like when the fuck is the last time we ever got some That's press crazy. was with that it's lady like, they're doing okay let's yes nostalgia the 90s we talk about mm-hmm. it and we get and everyone's gonna get all is excited because they want to be the next angel <laughs> the philly angel <laughs> So, <laughs> who amongst us would be the best? Would be the best angel. Mm. Brayden's really pale, and <laughs> no, but I feel like you're in your dark hair juxtaposed with your very pale complexion. But I feel like it's all would about give the off voice. A good, yeah, like but Brayden has ASMR voice. Brayden has like a. I think it would be you because of your voice. You have like the Anne of Green Gables thing going on if you wanted to, which is related mm-hmm. to the angel. Yeah. And like what the innocence, Brayden is definitely probably the second. With your but but yeah, Brayden would be like, <laughs> I like <laughs> this cheese. You think I, would be just I do really I like cream could... cheese? I don't know if this influences. Oh your no, that no, that's big fan of the company. I could want to send the company. I could see you like wearing some wings and saying exactly that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the company. Should With I those shades for it? on? <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Brayden. I'm a big fan of this dip. <laughs> it is really sad, though, how we don't have any... Um, I was reading, like, uh, Mark Fisher's Ghost of My Life, and he talks about how, um, like, all 2000s and onward until now, we have no cu- cultural artifacts that can yeah. be, like, pinpointed mm-hmm. to our generation because everything is just taken from the past yeah, yeah. it's was, like it's like Ainsley like said Ainsley said one of the most brilliant things though she said man like the Nalgene bottle is going to be our cultural artifact because it's indispensable mm-hmm. what's the Nalgene bottle oh it's like the you you like run it over by a car and it'll oh, still oh, that's be like the so wait we're talking media <laughs> but what about like iPhones I'm, and like I meant I guess but like style wise and like culture. I thought he meant like movies mm-hmm. and like music well yeah that too Cause like, or I guess even with style, like everything yes. just is now coming back. Like, the nineties like come, back, the 80s come back, the eighties come back, the fifties come back. But like, what's there's nothing what's new. I don't know. Really new or authentic about what's being put out it's culturally. Like, speak for yourself. <laughs> Look at all this. <laughs> if you could see Brayden right now, no, that is not any decade. That is she's doing her own thing. She's wearing a deer blanket. Her hair is in two pun- buns. Buns. <laughs> Purple sunglasses. She also no socks. Off. I don't she, know why, but I feel like that is the part that completes it. She's she got also blue fingernails too, which like also adds to feet. this. Too. She she's ripped got like off a, the some rubber dangling. It's off like her the finger. the thing that you that are Holy in the fuck. inside you of garments. Like a icon, authentic. Right do you think well, maybe they'll do a man for the Philly? They show. might. They said that they would accept that. Or like. But like, just make I don't know. Like, I guess we'll see. probably do like a yeah, like a non-binary trans demisexual <laughs> to like freedom fighter or something. Like. And then they'll get those. In my points. polyamorous relationship, yeah. we love having cheese. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Her name will be like Zenith or something. Yes, yeah. Zenithipi is that the name in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, you know how yeah, rich people always give their kids weird names? Xanth- Xanthropy. It? It's so funny. Xanthropy. Is that it? Yeah, I think oh. so. Because I was reading about it. Because I watched Horse Girl and she was in it. And she's a Horse fucking... Girl was good. Okay, but she is a fucking terrible actress. Who? The roommate. The girl, oh. Xanthropy. Oh, from... yeah. Her, she's... What's her name? And I'm like... She plays the same thing and everything. Dylan something? Her name's Dylan in real life. And she's a fucking horrible actress. So I'm like, whose fucking daughter is this? Or who did she sleep with? Debbie or, like, Ryan. No, her name's Dylan, isn't it? I thought it was Debbie Ryan. She's from, like, the Disney Channel. But anyway, who is her mother? In Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No, in real life. Like, where did she spawn from? Or is she just... Oh, no, she actually is an actress. I couldn't find any, like, sketchy connections. Oh, I thought we were talking about Horse Girl. Yeah, we are. She's in it. She's the roommate in it. Yeah, look up Horse Girl. Uh... That was a fucking weird movie, but I liked it. But she's only her roommate at the very, very end. She's in it for like oh, five minutes. Oh, okay, then never mind. I didn't see the very end. Um. Okay, so uh, we have a very special episode today because we scrounged <laughs> some fucking like women ad- adjacent topics <laughs> that we're probably all going to butcher. There is so- a woman in at least. <laughs> and at least all of them. <laughs> sometimes good things happen to them, sometimes bad things yeah. happen to them. So we'll see how this goes. Um, <laughs> topic numero uno. A naughty teacher who did so some naughty. naughty. Ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> that was awful. Who so did some bad stuff? Nobody say who it was. But she wasn't naughty. <laughs> but she wasn't naughty. That's the twist. So oh, the yeah. Toronto Star reported on a teacher who was accused of giving a student, a young male student, a HJ. <laughs> You said that like Hillary Clinton would on HJ. (laughs) I was trying to like do the super bad thing, like you know when she's like a blowJ, and it's like the most like repulsive thing you've ever heard in your entire life. That wasn't the mood I got from you at all. It was like like a politician. I was trying trying to to, like casually say HJ. I have got to work on the vibes I give off because I just like way off. She okay. So she gave a hand job to the student, a ten-year-old student in front of the entire class. Yeah, yeah, so he alleges. But the the thing about this too was that I guess so she was acquitted and not actually charged in the end. Mm-hmm. But um she was saying that the ten year old had previously prank called her like a couple days before he said yes. that she did this. 
Um, but the article just panders to how wonderful of a teacher she was and how it like affected her family and how they just wanted to support her. And mm-hmm. it was very curious I think to it us. Was given... also too that with that. But wait, what's the curiosity <clears throat> that he prank called her? No, 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 not that. Well, but he in the fact called well... her, and then she, after that happened, she went to the school and like tried to contact his mother and like talk to his mom about it. Like pretty much like told on him mm-hmm. for crank calling, oh. and he crank called her husband's phone, like his cell phone that he found on the internet because he's like a real estate agent or something. Uh... And then, and so, so it sounds like he might have, like, made this up to, like, kind of get back at her. Mm -hmm. What a diabolical child. But, like, regardless, what I was saying was curious was that if it was reversed. Oh, yeah. So if it was a man and it was, like, a 10-year-old girl. Of course. And there's also a lot of, um, they mentioned in the article that there wasn't a police investigation really at all. Like, they didn't ask any of the other students who would have been in the class at the time. Yeah, that is curious. And also, there was another thing, too. They did, like, no investigation, because yeah. apparently it happened in the middle of the class, mm-hmm. but they didn't ask anyone else who would have been in the class what mm-hmm. happened. But I don't, like, it's, to your point, is it that they would have done the investigation if it was a male teacher? I think, I think I think that was that no, was not to her benefit. No, I don't know necessarily with like the police investigation, but I think oh. there would have been more pressure from the public or whatever. Probably more of a conviction for yeah. a dude. To yeah, be like, no, yeah. This guy is like definitely guilty. Kind yeah, of thing. like if if this was a, a male teacher and and if he was exonerated, even truly, this probably wouldn't have been a story at all. I don't know. One a friend of the pod has a theory that perhaps they're trying to create space in the discourse for um, exploring that when it is a male accused. Because mm-hmm. of course, post Me Too, it's really hard to false. question accusations and false which accusations. Which of course comes from a good place because for like all of time, it was that women were automatically disbelieved and there was nothing they could do, and it was mm-hmm. always in favor of the man. Now, that's changed just in, like, the past. It's very, very, very been recent. And so we're kind of still exploring how to handle that. Uh Like, because, of course, in intimate relationships, you never know what happened. You can never know. And it's like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we are at a place in culture, I think, where we can explore that without sort of, like, harming the victims. I don't know, but what do you guys think? I wish there was more information in that article about... Like, anything that happened, the whole thing was just really about her and, like, all of her support and stuff. And even Mm -hmm. at the end, there was, like, a quote from her saying, like, the judge didn't decide whether or not, like, I was guilty of this crime. He just said, like, we can't go forward with this in a court of law because there's not enough evidence either way. That is, that is, like, I do agree with what you guys are saying, but that was also one article and that was the angle of that article. Yeah, that's I don't know if that's really, like, Like, indicative of the entire... Like, I want to know more about the story in general, but we're not going to get anything from, like, a 10-year-old kid who obviously can't go to the press or anything, you know what I mean? Like, it would be his family that would have to come forward with that, and I just don't know if they even would at this point. No, I think he would probably be protected. Yeah. Well, he can't, like, they can't use anything he says or his name or anything like that, but, like, there's, like, random weird shit has happened like this before, like, with not... With female spe- teachers? With female and teachers. relationships with... Yeah, but, like, it's come students. out... I, I was even just speaking on to like not even relationships with students but random shit has happened like this before and like the families have like apologized for stuff after like remember that thing that happened like last year or something where it was that little girl and she was wearing like a hijab and then the family came forward being like yeah like some guy came up and like cut her hijab off oh, yeah. with scissors and like ripped it off her head and like this racist thing and then it like came out that they were like they it was a whole farce yeah and then they apologized for it after so like maybe something like that will like come in the future like maybe look like out and be like situation? i'm sorry yeah um like, well I, I, like... I my theory is just that the kid just made it up to try to get out of like <laughs> doing what he did mm-hmm. um i don't know like it's a real problem because do you remember um yeah, like the old there was like a panic in like the 90s of false memories mm-hmm. where there was this epidemic yeah. of kids saying that they're teachers or their parents or whatever molested them and Mm -hmm. it was like psychologically induced by therapists Mm -hmm. and they were kind of like pressuring them and really like pushing them to kind of say that these things happened to them when they didn't it's just um i don't know it's it's just what do we do in these situations when you really don't know there there was a large case i know i saw a documentary on netflix about it where 
where like a group of parents got accused of it and it turned out to be false and they had like several kids and I think maybe that's where that started that panic or maybe um, it was a result of it also mm-hmm. to what you were just saying Brayden about the Toronto Star article maybe being indicative of that certain point of view uh, at least from what I've been seeing from different articles it's all still kind of like uh, written in the same light and it talks about how uh, once the case was withdrawn there were like dozens of people outside of the Oshawa courthouse cheering, crying and hugging. And they all sang out like coming down the escalators, like belting out victory is mine. And they all had <laughs> black t-shirts that read justice for miss C. The one thing I, I, just the one thing that... I would point out though, is how, how weak that case was. So in terms of the gender of it all, that was just an, like, from what I could see, at least reading it, mm-hmm. it was such a weak case that it was like, they didn't interview any of the kids. They didn't have a relationship, the teacher and the student. It was like, she, like, it's quite unbelievable that she would give a hand job to a student in front of a class of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure there could be gender differences, but I could also see people being so thrilled with that because it literally was just such a far out case yeah no of course yeah. like, and that's why i believe i don't believe that she did it because mm-hmm. there's so many things about it that don't add up yeah um so but yeah i don't it's know possible like, even if that were reversed the genders it still could have gone similarly i think, I, I think that it probably more... would have gone gone similarly but i think it would have been a lot harder to i don't know if it would have been front page of toronto star yeah, i don't enough. think it would have like if you look at what happened there was like a professor at ubc stephen galloway who was accused of sexual assault and then he, he he got exonerated or whatever the word is. Like, I don't know if he got... He was found not guilty. Um, and Margaret Atwood wrote, like, a little piece, like, defending him because, oh, a, a, like, a bunch it. of profs, like, came I out on his side. Article. Yeah, and Wasn't there was... was like, Am I a Bad... Am I, uh, am I a Bad Feminist? Was yeah. that it? Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. Um, and, 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 yes, and that was really challenging for me because um, that was before me, too, and that was when, you know, obviously, like... I would always, when the facts were ambiguous, I was just kind of like... Skew on the side of women. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, now I'm kind of like, I don't know, what do we do? We need to have an honest discussion about this as a culture because Mm -hmm. it's like, there's no easy answers and relations between the sexes or so. It seems like for younger people especially, it's so tense. And it's just like... uh, And also with this whole like Me Too thing, it's kind of like a reckoning and it's all in the public eye so it's like with that obviously will come more people that are looking for attention and it's like the percentages of people who are like crying wolf or like doing something like to get attention or to get money or to like ruin someone's life are very 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 low there's a low percentage of people doing that but like it will since increase it'll increase yeah. just because there's those... like the percentage of shitty people in the yeah. world of course and also they're seeing people directly be although it's not they're not actually being rewarded if they were sexually assaulted but mm-hmm. that those people can see the direct quote-unquote benefit to it yeah. as in getting a settlement or like having this person they don't like go or to jail. even just media on yeah, publicity yeah, there's yeah. like in there's... a culture that values victimhood so and much women. and victimhood mm-hmm. now that's going to be more of an incentive than it might have been in the past where mm-hmm. a woman like Monica Lewinsky or something was was uh, demonized for that. Mm-hmm. Now they're celebrated for it. Yeah. So there's definitely going to be more of an incentive for I, those shitty people to come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, my con- one of my concerns is that... Um, um, I forget. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my concern is that there is... There's, like, a lot of trauma, female trauma, like, just, like, so just, but I feel like there's an inability to discuss it without, it's kind of like, like, there are cases that I think sound, um, like, something very immoral happened, but that doesn't mean that it's appropriate to bring to the criminal side mm-hmm. if that makes any sense and i just don't think it's good for women like if it, mm. if it was good for women and bad for men then i'd be like whatever they're just gonna have to deal with it but the problem is i don't know if it's always good for women and i don't know i don't know what the answer is but mm-hmm. and i see like all sorts of academics working on this and in my opinion they're doing a shitty job they're really sanitizing the issue and they're making it so like like i don't know the the new thing is like consent and and mm-hmm. everyone just needs to ask each other like whether they can fuck kiss. or kiss or or shake hands before. Or can I kiss you? And it's just reducing human <laughs> relations into the super contractual like 
hyper autistic thing like where it's Mm. like hello can i talk to you hello can i kiss you hello and it's like nobody's gonna want to do that and we need to figure out something better mistakes in that i think because there is no gray area so it's like oh you didn't follow this exact formula then you did something wrong where before there what at least i'm not advocating for no consent at all but Mm -hmm. the the gray area allows for some discussion about it instead of you didn't follow these rules therefore you've now assaulted this person i don't know if that made any sense yeah or you didn't follow or like he followed these rules so it doesn't count as assault like yes, it, the yes. problems work mm-hmm. both ways even though right? that person was vulnerable this but, but like technically he asked or yeah. she asked yeah like without taking in the factors that are new uh, a nuance in any well it case. was it was um it was quite interesting when that whole aziz ansari thing came out too mm-hmm. because that was like that was fucking weird. It, it was very bizarre because, I mean, like, I feel like I've been in situations that are just like that. But it's oh, kind of sure. like this, it's it's this, like, major cultural problem. And I don't think Aziz mm-hmm. Ansari necessarily, like, deserved no. that call out, whatever. Like, she wasn't, she didn't know how to assert her boundaries, was uncomfortable with it. But, like, as a woman, she felt like she had to kind of go through with it. Like, that's been my experience almost every single time. I think I've most with someone. almost all yes. women would have an experience and like, like that. Yeah, it Men was more also... like he sounded like a jerk. Like, yes. Yeah, it sounded like, I think I've heard someone else say this, but it sounded like a bad date. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. that shouldn't be part of the course. But you're absolutely right that, it, not that it was her fault, but there was like, he, he couldn't have <clears throat> known exactly how she was feeling. That was more of a societal yeah, and my concern is instead of raising more resilient, like, powerful, mm-hmm. assertive girls, we're just kind of being like, well, you could, like, call I'm the police victim. or whatever or take yeah. this, like, consent training. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's it's an, it's an a sad part of life that men are, like, horny and gross. But, like, at least back when it was, like, I remember I grew up Catholic and, like, the fear of God with all that stuff like was really helpful to me i'm not advocating for a return to that but i'm just saying we took that away without replacing Mm -hmm. it with anything better Mm -hmm. and also like in terms of i don't know yeah like like girls maybe don't know how to assert your their boundaries of course in a lot of ways never did but at least again there was these this kind of like social um you're right and then like this is actually teaching them to assert their boundaries after the the thing has already happened yeah so it's Sometimes like okay now you've been later. assaulted and then you assert your boundaries where like it maybe it should come into practice prior to that that's exactly it yeah, that's a good point. and it's like this isn't like you know none of us are justifying men being gross they're gross it's just that it's it's a fact of life so it's like what are we going to do about it to best protect women yes and men and men sometimes yes. even perhaps men yeah like in that situation that's another thing what you said that wasn't a criminal situation or one that someone's name probably should have been brought up and not even the man or woman thing that was kind of like a crazy intense thing to do to someone Mm -hmm. when there wasn't a criminal issue there I don't know that that one's kind of rough. You're talking about the Aziz. Yeah, no, sorry, I was like still going back to that. I'm pretty sure there was a part of that though where she like did say no and like please stop and he kept going. I don't think so. I don't so. think I, so. I think no, it was no. Part she, of she, no. She was just like, uh, like she, she kept pushing. like kind of like backing away and he was like come on mm-hmm. yeah but, but I've, like, I've been in situations cause... like that too where I am and even ones that I eventually like did want to it's like I don't mm-hmm. I don't see that as what like I... directly like you might be kind of like playing oh my god I don't even want to say that but I mean no but it's true sometimes though. it takes like... you time to warm up to an idea too yeah no but but that's the problem and that's what's missing from a lot of discussions like that i see going on in universities about consent it's like mm-hmm. again trying to reduce them to like you either want it or you don't young fucking people don't know what the fuck they want no. and sometimes mm-hmm. older people don't either and part of that is sometimes you hang out with someone and then you like figure it out as, as you go like you said and like so you need to kind of like have good good a good sense of yourself like critical thinking yeah and, and like empathy. an ability an ability and to to read people yeah. and to like know what you want and to be fearless with saying what you want mm-hmm. and like we're not going we're not addressing that at all yeah. and that goes to like the way they though and it's true that you can change your mind at any point that goes the other way too like like at the start you're like i'm not so sure about this you can then change your mind and want to the mm-hmm. same way you can change your mind halfway through and go i don't fucking want to do this anymore mm-hmm. and they should stop yeah but i mean people i it, yeah exactly i'm kind of repeating myself it but. reminds me of um i think multiple <coughs> of us have read uh drinking a love story by caroline knapp but she there was one part where she was talking and she said something along the lines of um no is an extremely complicated word when you're intoxicated mm-hmm. given that like your judgment's kind of off anyway but also like as you were saying brayden 
I've like some sometimes been confused as to what I wanted and didn't want. But I mean, there have been times where yeah, there's lines been, have been crossed, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But um, and that's bad. But it's, so, but it's like, I, can you like really call the police about it all the time? No. no. So you need to figure out how to do it in your yes. life. I, and I've had moments like that, particularly with drinking and etc., where. I wouldn't necessarily blame the other person there. Like you said, there have been times where for sure, yeah. but it was more something within myself that like I wasn't consenting for myself. Yeah. It's not that the person crossed the boundary. It's that like I crossed the boundary in myself to let mm. some, to do something I didn't want to do. So that, that's like a huge nuance and I wouldn't know how to, yeah, and to it's, teach it's, that. And part of it is that I think it is like, we don't want to talk about gender relations. So male people pursue women and women, we are kind of more like, the guardians of our sexuality unfortunately and that's just how it is but they don't want to talk about it like that anymore because Mm -hmm. it's quote sexist but it's like we're most people are heterosexual and for most people that's how it works and at least when you have that script and you're taught it then girls know what to expect Mm -hmm. and guys do too and guys Mm -hmm. can't be told like you know you need to be aware of this but they're they don't want to talk about it like that anymore because they think like it's saying that that's the way it's supposed to be yeah and it's like tricky too it's like there's the reality and the ideal yeah and it's somewhere in between and it's like how do you teach like teenage horny teenagers this too you know what i mean because that's where your habits are formed about that sort of relationship Mm -hmm. stuff and they're also not it's like what do you teach that age group of making decisions no and they don't listen they don't want to listen to what people are trying to tell them to do and you don't know how many people i work with who want to like who go to like these high schools and like they they teach them about like how to talk about this stuff and I'm like I don't think if I was a teenager I would like listen to this advice and I don't think I would take it seriously mm-hmm. and it's like any kid who is is not the kid who needs to hear it no mm-hmm. no you're right yeah any final words we're fucked mm-hmm. um <laughs> should we That's talk it. crossing boundaries We've got two ladies with braids today. Oh, only one. I Tucker's out because of yeah. Me. Well, <laughs> braided made me feel bad. <laughs> to begin this segment, I have something very special for everybody who's listening. Yes, <laughs> here we go. Oh. oh. <laughs> talking about rape one second and then the next second we're jamming out to Greta Thunberg how Thunberg. dare you dance version Remen. dance version dance in version. case you want to look that up yeah. I found that gem um I'm, I swear I've shared it with all of you before no, no you haven't I I have. no I'm, I'm sure I have no. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up in our chat history and you're gonna be so embarrassed when you realize that I sent it to you months ago I love it. I clearly Such heard it song. for the first time today because I've never yeah. gone into such a happy reaction? state <laughs> I it, you were in the right state of mind to accept it you yeah. were totally disabled before that's true that could be right, why. Right, right. So, I'm in a better place <laughs> so yeah I can accept dance remixes now <laughs> If you want to dance and have Greta scold you, then look that video up. Mm-hmm. I should be in school. <laughs> no. I fucking love her. She's like the coolest girl yeah, she's really on cool. the planet she's cool. right now. This maybe. is my new theory that she looks like Sonya. Okay, yes. we need. I need you to elaborate Tell us on more. Um, Sonya is very efficient and pragmatic <laughs> and kind of stern sometimes. Like she doesn't mince words. Kind of like Greta. I think. Thank you. But didn't you say I look like her? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was not. The other element, you guys have that, like, you look, like, European. Yeah, no, I get it. Sometimes sometimes when I see a picture of her, I'm like, is that me as a child? Yeah, it looks like Sonya. You you have, like, a certain, like, scowl on your face that's, like, Mm -hmm. endearing that you guys both have. And she's got, like, the same color hair as you. So I I was skeptical of her at first for no reason other than I'm just, like, a huge bitch. And when something's popular, I'm like, like, I don't. Um, but I have been impressed. I was saying this in the Discord. I've been impressed with the way she handles like shit 
disturbers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when Donald Trump was She's like, Greta, you should, like, chill out and watch a movie. And full disclosure, I thought that was pretty funny. But then she just put in her Twitter bio, like, chilling out and watching a movie yeah. or whatever, like, climate activist. I was like, that's how you fucking deal with this shit. Don't yeah. fucking take it seriously and feed their fire. Because yeah. then they win. Just be, like, just blow it off and do the good work. And then even mm-hmm. with this fucking uh, sticker decal, she was like... You know, we she wasn't like, again, this is, yeah, this is great because her reaction, I guess explain it first, but she didn't fall into like that <coughs> victimhood yeah. role being like, oh no, like that was like, this is disgust, like I can't believe okay, that Okay, so was- what happened? Okay, so yeah. um, an Alberta oil company put this sticker of what appeared, no, it was pro- definitely Greta Thunberg. It's like a outline Thunberg. of a girl with like <laughs> the braids. Um, and... Um, it's like you described me with your tune it's the perspective of someone like fucking her from the back from the back holding her her braids so it's clearly very vulgar and and disgusting yeah it's obviously her because it says greta like a tramp stick no at first i know i was like well maybe it's just a random girl and it was like says greta underneath and i was like okay i don't know why i feel the need to like give people the benefit of the doubt of these things it's just not it's not a good quality but well sometimes it is um, so yeah, but as Jenna was saying, she was just kind of like, this means we're, this shows that we're winning. Like, mm-hmm. they're getting pissed off because I'm, they're, I'm, they're, they're desperate. Yeah, that they're, they're desperate, diminished. which was such a good word yes. to use. That's so sick. So She's I so was, cool. so I was joking that, cool. um, we need more female autistic political leaders <laughs> yeah. because they don't get all, I'm like joking right now, everyone, but they don't get all emotional. They just like say what needs to be said and move on. You're fucking in. Although, and now I'm going to say something even worse. I don't think she actually has autism. She's, she's, she has Asperger's. Uh She's just weird. Yeah, well. So are people with (laughs) Asperger's. I feel like. Like they're, it's, it's not like severely impaired. No, I know. Like, but I, I just, I feel like it's, it's one of those overdiagnosis things. her because she also has Asperger's. her, Her mom just came out with something about like her growing up with it and stuff. But her mom is, like, a weird, like, attention-seeking person. Yeah. She's, like, an opera singer, and she, like, published a book with her before. I don't know. I don't really trust her mom. I mean, I'm sure she has stuff wrong, but I just feel like she makes eye contact <laughs> perfectly fine. And, like, I remember what, when People they... with Asperger's, it can go both ways, though. Like, it, they can either avoid eye contact a lot, or they overly Which is a bullshit diagnosis. Contact. Like, it could be either this or the total opposite. That's when my bullshit mm-hmm. detector's going off. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just wanted to make that stupid theory of mine known. I smell so bad, guys. Um, I'm so sorry. So... I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to that oil company, but that doesn't make them look they've come good. Up with that a was formal, very poor PR. They've come up with a formal apology <laughs> yeah. now, apparently. I wonder what they I'd like to hear the, like, board meeting or whoever came out, like, what they, what, what did they think good would come out of Do you of think that? it was a board? Do you think it's the type of company with a board? Or no. do you think it's, like, two guys but with even, a pickup truck even and, like, the some two guys are like, what, what did they think <laughs> yeah, was no, good was going to happen? Yeah, no, they must have been like, fucked on blow and yeah. just, like... Mm. They're like, this is so funny that we, like, have to do it. Well, the one, the one journalist called, like, the manager of the company and spoke with him and was like, do you know that this is going on? And he was like, yeah. She's a counselor. And then, yeah, and then, and then she, like, was like... Well, you know that, like, it's a sticker depicting, like, the rape of, like, a minor or whatever. And he was like, well, she's not a minor. Like, she's a 17-year-old woman. And that's poor, what he said. Like, answer. he wasn't like, oh, I, oh, this is terrible. Like, oh, we'll definitely look into this or anything. He was just like, nah, she's 17. She's old enough. Yeah, like, what a, the he, fuck? He didn't have a it good... was a rape of a woman, not a girl. <laughs> he didn't have a good reaction because like, then what? he also, this is a direct quote from that counselor's phone call, but she was like, Oh, no, wait, sorry. This is from the news article. I can't remember which one, but he was like, I'm defending the fact that I never posted it. I never posted it. I'm not a pedophile. I'm not what they say, all right? I'm not that guy. We did not post that picture. Whenever you have to say I'm not a pedophile, you're just going to say. But I could just see him at that that that. board meeting being like, which one of you fucks posted it? It was really funny when you showed it to me in my office yesterday, but it's not a thing. It went too far. The thing about that, too, is it's not a post. It's a physical sticker (laughs) that was mass produced and people are putting on their cars. It's not just a, like, random, like vulgar no, Facebook I know. joke. It's like, not it's like, a real, it's hey, a I was wasted thing. and I, like, posted like, this. They, like, went yeah. through some effort to, like, create it. It's so funny. They there's, like, money to print There's that. a type of guy, you know, who has, like, the huge truck and then they have that, those, like, hanging balls. Oh, yeah. Sack. yeah. And they have, like, a bumper sticker truck that balls. says, I don't want to pay for your fucking welfare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. If oh. I'm passing you on the right, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like, that you just got passed by a girl. Okay, nitpicky point. 
So um, when you said that lady called and said it was depicting rape, do you think it's depicting rape? If she's 17. If she's 17, yeah. Um, well, so if she was 18, would it be okay? Well, like, like no, I think right? it's... No, I know, but the point Gross. is... Sorry, the reason I bring that up is because I feel like, like, if she was 18, it would still be vulgar, and it's just, oh, like, yeah, you, yeah. Need to, you need to be able to explain, you, like, that gets more at the heart of it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, yeah. then, and it's just, like, and I feel like a lot of the times, the reason I say that, too, is because liberals are, like, very pro-vulgarity and, like, pro-porn and, like, pro quote, sex work. I think it's And, like, sexualize, sexualizing, objectification, whatever, and then they kind of... So in these cases like this, they don't know kind of how to like go against it because normally know, like, they're maybe for I it. And then use the word rape, but it's like well, well, technically, if she hasn't consented to the image, then there's something. No, know. no, I I yeah. agree, it's bad. I, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the argument of like the reason it's bad is it's because it's depicting rape is not the best argument because sure. the best argument is that it's just I think it's, it's just gross yeah <laughs> no exactly but the, but I'm saying the reason why they can't say that is because they're pro gross other things yeah. a lot of the times right, yeah. and they've completely undermined their ability to make that yeah, argument yeah like they, they wouldn't so be able they... to say like she's being objectified because a lot of liberal arguments are, are like you pro objectifying that, yourself yeah because like <laughs> If you choose to objectify yourself, it's empowering. In this so circumstance, like though, that. she hasn't consented to it. Well, so they can use that argument. But that argument is, like, for example, for a lot of pornography, like, you don't know if the woman is consenting because yeah. you don't know. But this one, literally, you do. I know that's not your overall point, but yeah. for that, they probably could use that. Yeah, no, I, like, when you're looking at the specific example, like, I take your point, but I'm just, I, that's just, like, yeah. a trend I've seen where, sure. like, liberals are very pro-sexualization in a lot mm. of different ways. Until and it doesn't. Until it's the other side doing it, and then you're a rapist. Yeah. And then it's, like, but you are for so many mm. other vulgar things that are, like, kind of whatever. Anyway, that's I was just... so shocked when I first saw it, because I, like, was hearing about it, and I was like, no, this it's probably just like weird and i looked at it and i was like oh, holy fuck it's, so it's really bad it, it, it is really bad but the first when i was trying to look for it they were all blurred so i was like good lord is yeah, it like I her fucking like is there some genitalia like how far did they i go? thought there was gonna be a dick what was wrong with I that but then i saw it and i was like i can't even remember what it looks like and i'm not gonna look it up it's just but... her back and it shows like just yeah. the braids mainly. That's what something I thought, so creepy yeah. about like just holding on to the braids. Like, no, that's so too much creepy. detail. That's a level yeah. of detail that they shouldn't oh, have thought and of. And that oh, like God. they have thought of. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just like that whole like wanting to take control over yeah. her specifically. And like put her in yeah, her place. Her yeah. Place. yeah, no, exactly. There's... And her braids like are like kind of a symbol of her like innocence yeah. and like No, yes. I know. Yes. Yeah. Um... It's very symbolically like disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you still feel okay having your braids? No, but you can extend with her like <laughs> take the power back in the solidarity yeah no one's holding them so <laughs> um so i guess leading up. into that um canadian activists are protesting Pornhub in montreal i didn't know this was happening yeah so it's happening on sunday um, is that the headquarters it's the to... it's a different company that is owned by Pornhub. oh mine it's called geek. like yeah geek mind whatever. geek mind geek yeah so i guess they're going there and they're just gonna like they they want it to be shut down which obviously isn't going to happen but at least maybe there'll be some attention brought to the all of the major issues the harms of it yeah, yeah. because we do live in a world where porn is extremely ubiquitous and it's mm-hmm. just kind of taken off mm-hmm. and um it's just and there've been money there've been multiple cases one. now where i mean more than multiple like Thousands. many <laughs> many cases where uh you know, like one girl was missing and then her parents found out that someone had found her in like 50 different uh, porn yeah. pornos. And then so she had been like kidnapped and trafficked. And then there were other cases of like child trafficking and then Pornhub uh, had to take those ones down. But it's still like you don't actually know how many of these girls are underage also are and consenting there are, or if they're like... There's lots of women who, like, change their mind about being in porn, obviously, because they they're fucking 18 out. when they do it, and it's, like, too bad. That's up there forever, and that's mm-hmm. terrible. And, yeah, I don't I don't know, like, like I, I don't think it's going to get shut down or anything anytime soon, but if only... I know in the UK, they were trying to introduce some restrictions, so, like, you had to have a credit card to be able to go on it, so that way at least kids mm-hmm. would defer, deter kids from going on it. I wish there was something like that here. Yeah. Because then at, at least, the very least... Then you have to, like, a little, at least just like put in a little bit of effort mm-hmm. i'm just like with porn and shit nowadays like it's just 
the it's just so creepy this shit now and like the things that are most searched are so yeah, scary you can tell porn. you can tell that kids are going on it too they're just and it's all just so creepy it's like like baby gymnast gets fucked by coach by accident it's like what well that's the bad thing about it is that it's like too much and too accessible so a lot of guys get erectile dysfunction when they're super young or like they cannot be intimate with a woman because they just are so used to jacking off and they watching think that porn it's like and they, that in real life too or they just they get used they get to like that desensitized they yeah. get desensitized but also it's like just easier obviously to do that than to go yeah. out and like seduce Socialize. a woman yeah. so like it turns them into like you know little monsters well it it, it, it it's a sickness for them too i mm-hmm. mean i remember you saying there was like a episode of intervention where some guy just used to do like crystal meth and watch porn and like masturbate 10 times a day or something <laughs> Um, I don't think that was me that told you that. No, it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Then <laughs> this I was forgot. like many years oh, ago. Okay, okay. I was like recently now. Yeah, that that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just knew I was gonna start laughing when you said that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, it can turn into like an, a quote addiction. Obviously, yeah. it's not the same as anything else, but it's just uh, it's another one well, of those. It's a things. facet of sex addiction, I think. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just like a another sign of the times i don't know it's like um i don't know men have porn and women have like fucking instagram i guess Mm -hmm. like it's just like instead of because human interaction is hard and it's like Mm -hmm. not always fun and sometimes it's either boring or awkward and it's obviously easier to get like the dopamine hit from Mm -hmm. either like talking online or like jerking off it's (laughs) it's so scary when you're like with a dude too and they say something and you're like oh that's from a porno (laughs) like has that ever happened to you because it's like it's very unnatural, but they, yeah. that's all they've been kind of... And you're like, what? You're there in your mind right now? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It is, but also it is really concerning that all these... Because, yeah, that that's what sparked this protest was because there's been a few incidents where something very um, unseemly has happened or been discovered because of a porn video. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like... There was that Netflix documentary, Hot Girls Wanted. Yeah. It is, like, a lot of really young girls who do, do not know mm-hmm. what they're getting themselves into. And then that shit's just out there forever. And, like, that just really sucks. I wish there would be some age restrictions, too. Like, I know that's never going to happen and either. But, like... Especially re- regarding also the vulnerability, like, cognitively at that age. But, yeah. like, you, you don't have as much money. And that's, like, puts you at a huge disadvantage and you're going to make desperate decisions when you're not financially independent yet definitely it's like the ultimate form of exploitation yeah. and then they like feed you drugs and whatever else. yeah so that, many women you know. in the industry are like addicted to a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and the ones that get sober have to leave because how could you fucking be sober and do like the third like anal sluts for video <laughs> in a row like of course that's gonna fuck with your head yeah uh, like very like i'm sure there's some people out there who could do it but that's like a really rare type of person the vast majority of people are going to be totally spiritually discombobulated having to do something yeah, and like that, that one rare person again. is the one that is like the head of like the liberal ideas of like pro porn and has there even been like a single like famous porn star that's like retired or come out of porn and has been like yeah it was great it was a great experience not awesome not for a long not time not a single Jenna Jameson? no well, it, no but it's funny because before no her. no before she was like fine with it like she said in like the 80s or whatever she would like mentor girls and she's like now i would never tell a girl to go into it because it's so like fucked up now didn't she also have to wear diapers for a very long time because her fucking anus was just like <laughs> things would just come out of it <laughs> see it that's just, terrible like, i mean at least she she made a lot of money though a lot of most women don't and then that's just isn't it the like one industry that women make more money than men yeah which yeah says, that's what says they say a lot <laughs> but i don't have a point to that. <laughs> i think that is mind. the point yeah <laughs> um surrogacy uh basically it was just saying that um a lot of surrogate mothers are uh kind of being forced into having a second baby uh, close close after they've just had a baby and given it to the parents. Um, and it was basically, it was just talking about how there aren't a lot of surrogates out there, but there are so many uh, couples who are wanting to have kids who can't. 
Um, and then it kind of just went over the whole like surrogacy world and how it affects the surrogates in a way where it's like they feel like an emotional release afterward and then they don't really know how to recover from it then they almost like grieve like losing that child and then they'll just get pregnant again four months later so i thought like is surrogacy i know obviously it's when they like insert no no no, i know what it is but (laughs) (laughs) sonia i'll tell you what it is well actually tell jenna was doing finger movements too with two fingers two fingers and she did like the hook I saw it in pornography. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, but do explain, I guess, for the listeners. No, no. (laughs) Visually also. They put the egg in the sperm of the couple wanting the baby into a mother who is the surrogate. Yeah, you bear Mm -hmm. someone else's child, basically. So uh, I thought you can't get paid for that in Canada, can you? It's illegal in Canada to get paid for it. But they will cover the cost of your medical expenses. I actually heard an interview about this recently, kind of about actually on the reverse, how surrogates will exploit the couples. So, um, for example, they showed this one, they talked to this one mother who um, the surrogate actually had a miscarriage. But prior to that, the companies that host these surrogates, um, they'll say the max that she can take in medical expenses every month is $2,000. And they wouldn't assume you would use two thousand dollars a month in medical expenses mm-hmm. um it's not sorry it's not just medical expenses but it could be like anything related to the pregnancy like diet like directly mm-hmm. related to the pregnancy um so uh, um but this woman every month went to two thousand dollars and the company wouldn't provide the receipts really and it's really shady and the, apparently the companies actually will coach the surrogates how to maximize Mm -hmm. the amount of money they get every month so there's some exploitation Mm -hmm. happening yeah on both sides but i also kind of thought of that and i was like well if you if you hmm, i don't know if i fully agree with this point i'm about to say Mm -hmm. but if you've agreed to paying two thousand dollars a month at maximum then maybe you should be prepared to pay two thousand dollars wait sorry to be paid as a surrogate um like you've agreed to cover expenses up to two thousand dollars a month and then you're surprised when they reach that reach that maximum every month that's shitty i guess but you've also asked them to do this crazy like oh yeah yeah no that like but still yeah (laughs) Yeah. and yeah well i'm i'm more concerned about the surrogates and just like the the yeah i was gonna it it was the reverse where they were kind of speaking what the actual like labor yeah no that's interesting i didn't think about that so i think they're both being exploited on a certain level well with like because like now birthing technology is all the rage because people are having kids later and then of course um, gay couples a lot of the times want to have kids, so I guess but this is going to so become crazy. more and more like, of a problem. Fucking adopt. There are so many kids out there who don't have homes. It's and like, foster. but then people just want their genes so that they can have little yeah. like which I get, running but around. So it's like just, but like, yeah, it's 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 so. <coughs> However, like, but like adoption is extremely expensive and not available. I'm pretty sure like surrogacy, so surrogacy could be cheaper. But 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 without but forget the expense part. Like, would you feel comfortable? Um, like if it's like someone really close to you, then it makes sense to ask them to I guess bear your child if mm. um if you're you have that type of relationship. But when it's like because I think they're in the, I want to say in the states you can pay for it or yeah, there's definitely places sure. where you can pay people to do it for you and I think that's pretty unethical like a baby. it's like yeah you yeah, want a baby but like if you I don't know if you can't it's you can't like, it's kind of like what's that called um organ tourism yes or, exactly you know, kind of similar to exactly that. it's yeah. the exact same issues where you're gonna have basically poor women being de facto pregnant mm. like rent a womb for the rich and there's yeah, probably and women they, out there desperate enough. who just don't want to have pregnancy because it sucks and then they're gonna like pay women to well yeah to i think like celebrities do that too do you and... think beyonce did that uh <laughs> what i, <laughs> I don't know kim, Car- kim kardashian did do that but she had com- she, yeah she, she had, had complications but who, do you think that's I'll... actually true though I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I know. don't really have an no, opinion. But wasn't but there I'm sure some of them do do it, but I also understand your body is your livelihood, and it like kind of makes sense. Not to say that it's ethical. Yeah, no, no, I, I get, get obviously I, get I don't want to fucking be pregnant, but I wouldn't if if I don't want to. Why would I put that on someone else? Mm-hmm. But like you don't well because you're paying them. Yeah, but that's so unethical. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, 
I think, yeah, for Cause, sure. Because how can you put a price on pregnancy? Like, you're really, it's like... It's very bizarre. You're, the whole Some people, part I, I, of you is, um, like, gonna change medical problems. I think the Canadian problems. system seems kind of legit. Like, yeah. the pay for the medical expenses. And yeah, kind I of agree. like, doing it because they, like... But there's no, some people that, like, being like, pregnant and, like, doing no, 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 it. No, no, no. If you like, can... Look, they also, like do it's not just like paying for their medical expenses too like i've read a lot of cases where like the families will pay for so much shit for them like they'll pay for their rent they'll like buy them a car but like, it can only be shit. in that like they're not gonna like make but there's a yeah. killing off it's not like in no, the system where no. like that's it likely wouldn't work when someone that's like completely exploited mm-hmm. well or at least there's protectors at least they're doing something to that bill was introduced to protect women yeah, yeah. So that's something, but I don't know if it's and I'm it's sure, obviously what not is the, is the Canada law too where that if like it comes to the end of it, the mother can like keep that child. I am not sure about that. I think oh, it's I that's think that's tipsy. correct in Canada because but it's not I remember their child. Hearing, I know, but I remember hearing like something about that where the law in Canada is different than the United States in that way where if they because like obviously you get really emotionally attached and they can decide because I heard oh, like a CBC radio thing about it where like this family that happened to them and they had a baby and they were like and the woman was like no i'm keeping the baby oh i thought maybe if like you were using the woman's but that's egg, that's also but, so like, fucking freaky too it's like this thing is growing inside you yeah. you're feeding it it's a part of you and they're like no that's mine it has yeah. nothing to do with you you know i don't know if that's the law in canada but i know it is somewhere that's yeah see that's the problem it's, it's like so you're fucking weird. playing god now all this weird shit's happening yeah. now we have ethical implications <laughs> it's so annoying advantage. Oh, I do want to pass on my jeans, though. Me too. <laughs> I am undecided. I, I have no, no why, concern why, about actually why? passing Do you want to pass on your jeans? I have, instinct. like, the motherhood bug. Yes, instinct. I have, like, the human... I didn't but, like, mother, but that's to. not motherhood bug. You could adopt a child. Like, I'm saying, like, what she, is it? No, she has the biological... No, I have the biological... I have that, too. Yeah. At this age. Yeah, me too. It's like... I didn't used to have it. No, and it's like, holy shit, this oh, is a real thing. I don't have it thing. at all. I'm like, I don't know. And I still feel like it's so far away. I'm like, I don't know, like, 10 years from now, I'll think about it. Like, the fact that, like, I actually would have to start thinking about that is, like, so distressing Yeah, it's insane. I know, Dylan and I, like keep talking about that we're like you get a, like we get a house and then i'll finish school and then we'll have like a kid like probably right when i finish school and like all of this shit and it's like just a part of it now and it's not even like scary or like weird it's just like this is the plan. i'm gonna be an aunt in like three months Ooh, yeah. that's nice yeah. and cute i feel like uh that's so crazy you're gonna I be know. a fucking aunt i know so I wild. honestly don't have much feelings towards kids. Speak louder. I don't have much feelings towards kids, but I could have, I, I could see like being swayed in one direction if my partner was like really wanting to. I think to. so too. I think you're going to have kids. I, I mean, I just don't want to miss out on something that big, but that seems like a stupid <laughs> reason to bring I'm just concerned about like losing my sense of self because once you have a child you kind of have to always put that child yeah, before yeah, yourself sure. no it's at true. all times i'm and also it's like, like I, i'm how... such a control freak i like that just seems awful i'm at the point in my life where like i know kind of roughly what i want so it's mm-hmm. like there's nothing that like i just think having children would be more rewarding than anything else that i could do do you know mm-hmm, what i mean yeah, like obviously mm-hmm. i want to work but there's nothing that i'm like oh no like my company or whatever mm-hmm. like yeah. or or i'm never going to make partner like i don't give i don't care about that shit yeah. like at all yeah. so um I don't know, but yeah, like, but four years ago, before I got into grad school and before I had like a path, I was definitely very yeah, anxious about you, it. I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, I, yeah. I can only choose one. And well, I that's don't. what I'm concerned too, because I am like, and we'll be doing my master's later, and then I'm like, oh, it will always not be, I won't be ready because it will be like, oh, because then I want my PhD, and then it's like I'm gonna be like fucking. 40 and I, might, I can't have kids anymore i might just have kids during my phd i might ask one of you guys to be my surrogate <laughs> <laughs> it'll cost you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, absolute unit of the week ainsley um <clears throat> okay so there's this band in sudbury and it's called the shaft bottom boys can we just talk about that not very international women's day but okay um yeah but they're like a mining themed band and they dress up as miners and put on headlamps love it and tomorrow saturday march 7th um they're attempting to break the guinness world records title for the deepest underground concert the current record um achieved in 2007 is at a depth of 4169 feet so they have to beat that 
So the shaft bottom boy is going Good luck, boys. The Guinness Good World Book I record. love a very specific world record that no one gives a shit about. Oh my god, I was just going to say that they used to really piss me off when I was a kid. Remember Guinness World Records was like hot back then? Yeah. The but like the I would love having the books. They tank, were like, yeah. And they're like, because no one else has done that. Exactly. But that one is Tallest me. man, legitimate world record. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> swam the longest, legitimate world record. Longest fingernails. I remember that one. I always had the picture and the lady who could pop her eyes out the most she was always in the (laughs) Sonia I demonstrated so those are all legitimate this fucking playing underneath the most is dumb but I do respect the theme it's kind of funny it does make sense it's not random and it's very endearing it's really good I'm very like torn for this absolute unit because they are the unit but i don't know if they're a good unit or a bad no, unit. I, I like an unit. no they're no they're an absolute unit <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. An absolute and they're unit. you could even say also that... it's funny that another record that, okay yeah, like hear the me record out on this one beforehand. yeah the record exists therefore it isn't so random like yeah, people actually want to beat that beaten. specific yeah, record that's true and that's Imagine also funny it's... that there's a group of people out there that are like Fuck, like our record. Imagine if it's just like two groups of guys and they're the only ones that ever participate in the record and they're like, man, they beat us last year. Yeah. We gotta do it this year. No one else That's cares. That's cute. It's yeah. just funny too, like the, the theme bands, mm-hmm. like the Shaft Bottom Boys, and they literally wear headlamps when they perform with little like jumpsuits Are they and old? stuff. I think they're older, yeah. Are they good? I've never heard Let's, them. Let's, uh, why don't we go to Sudbury and... Go see Can them? And go see when them it? do it. When is it? Oh. Wait, guys, fuck the Women's Day Conference. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We gotta see the Shaft Bottom Boys live <laughs> no, Well, I mean, they're a Sudbury local band, and they'll play again. We can go see them at a bar or something. But it won't be really far underground. All right. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us tonight. Yeah. Happy, happy International Day Women's Day. Happy International Cool Chicks Day. Hug your mothers. This outro is a fucking mess.